This episode of Take As Needed is brought to you by Solita. Welcome to hell. Beep, 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 that meat, my boy. Your girlfriend called me Kumar. Take it as It's crazy, bro. Um, you the only one who got headphones. How come I don't get headphones? I'm gonna take them off. They look, they look fucking dusty on me. And I got the next time I'm on here, I want headphones. Yeah. Um, this is a very, very special episode. I'm not, I'm not even hyping it. This is my boy, my best friend. Wow. Nino Francis, bestie in the motherfucking building. Yes, sir. We here. Um. What can I say about this man to hype him up before we get into the all the crazy shit? I mean, I've seen everyone, I think everyone in the state can say we've seen him evolve year by year by year by year. It's crazy. It's like there's nothing there's nothing this man doesn't do at this point. Um he, he's fresh off of Idol. Um very alternative sounding EP and alternative is what you were shooting for. Yeah. And you've been doing that for a little bit now for the last like couple of projects you've been working on. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to not be in a box. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the things. So that's one of the things that I praise about this man. And, and a lot of people praise about this man is that you don't get comfortable. You, you like explore different like avenues of music and, it all it, it sounds fire. It's not like fucking, and and I and and I'm of like unpo- I guess unpopular opinion or or I guess I've heard some people say they love it, they hate it, but like it's it's not as split as like a Lil Wayne rock album. Like whenever this man touches other John other genres or subgenres, it like it all hits. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I'll take it. I like it's crazy. That. It's Thank crazy. You. Um, you know what I mean about the Wayne Rock album? How'd yeah, you feel about I that? I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it. There was some. I'm not gonna say I love the whole thing, but you know, front to back. But there was some, some things here and there. One that sh- maybe shouldn't have been on my MySpace page. He's, he's a goat, but I, that wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't me, it, right? Man. That was well, not. It wasn't it. for me. I can't say it wasn't niggas. There's a lot of people. Who yeah, like, yeah, Yo, yeah, that shit was fine. So, you know, different reference points. That's all. Yeah, favorite, favorite off, favorite off the EP that I, if if I were to tell you guys to like jump on there and just have a sample. Is Moonrise? I can't tell you which part is my favorite. Ooh. That whole transition is just like fucking those. insane. I like those two. Yeah, we you look on the same page. We in sync. Are you um? Is that when when you when when artists? I'm not gonna say artists. When you do that, at least when there's like a one and then and then into a part two. Is that all one song when you work on it? Because if people, if if in case you don't know, my boy, you produce most of your shit still. Oh. I know there's other people you. No, all of it. Yeah. All okay. of it, and then these days I've, I've been bringing Mizuchi in a lot. Yes, shout He's out to Mizuchi. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, yeah, for a long time it's been all me. Um, when you work on those, when you work on those songs on Interrupt, like, is it all one when you when you're working on yeah. it, and then you split it for? It is. It's one, and then I'm like, I want to switch up, and then like I throw the switch up on there, and when you listen to it, a lot of it's the same sounds. It's just the only thing that switches up is the drums, really. Mm. Um, but that's just like me drawing from like, you know, the switch ups that you see in like a party song or a Drake mm-hmm. or or Kendrick or Frank Ocean, you know what I'm saying? Like switch ups, they just do something. I feel like it always like has like a crazy effect. Oh yeah. Niggas love that, bro. Yeah. Um what before I get into all the crazy shit, what I, I gotta ask you the basic question because everybody deserves to know, everybody needs to it's it's I like looking into music like this, and a lot of I think a lot of music heads love lo- looking into music this deep. What inspired this EP? To be honest with you, I want to say like, because if you listen to it, a lot of the songs are very like short, kind of like incomplete songs. Mm. So for me, it's like it was just a series of like thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like. I want like I wanted it to kind of feel like if you were to pick up like a journal of mine and like flip through it and be like, okay, this is how he was feeling this day or this is how he was feeling that day, without it being like a dear diary. Mm-hmm. Saying like, mm-hmm. but yeah, like it was like I wanted it to feel like a journal, um, and that's pretty much the the real inspiration behind it. Word was it? Um, 
because with that project, and I believe the project before, they were both post-pandemic, you would say? I think the other one you were working during working on during the pandemic. Sedona. Sedona. Sedona was... See, that's the thing that's tricky about Sedona because there, there's, like, songs that I have been working on since 2018, 2019. Oh, there's shit. a song on there from 2017. Um, but for the most part, like finishing it and piecing it together, um, I want to say yeah, during the pandemic, for sure. I still try to keep for those for those who like don't know. Very rare at this point because a lot of my friends I, I have on the podcast that poke fun at it. Um, since I took a a a, a try at at music, I still try to keep <laughs> my ear. I think to the the locals. There's not a lot of people locally, and I could be wrong, who who sit on who sit on stuff like that, right? Like to 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 keep re, I guess touch it up, so to speak. Or oh, uh, I think, I think for the most part, when you look at a lot of the people who are uh, excelling mm-hmm. nowadays in that in this sense. world, you know, like whoever takes time on this shit, it shows every and this, you know, a lot of a lot of the people, a lot of my peers. Because there are there are many 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 incredible artists in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Like nobody tell you different. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But a lot of my peers, a lot of the people who I respect and and don't even like necessarily work with, there's just people who I admire. They all work on shit for a long time. Good. I don't know if it's the same capacity as me, but I think mm-hmm. that a lot of the people who take their time on their shit. And what you're saying makes sense. It, sh- it shows, yeah, because that those I'm sure those are the ones that stick out. And I am familiar with the people you surround yourself with and and work with, and it, it shows with every single one. So that makes a lot of sense. And I, yo, it's crazy. You brought up the 2017 one. Which one was that? Out of curiosity, how it ends. Yes, this is the last joint. That's crazy. It's like on SoundCloud, floating around somewhere, like yeah. under a different name. Oh wow! I okay. dropped like a whole EP, like under an alias, yeah. just to see. Like how, like just to I step remember out of that my, actually. Yeah, that step idea, out of my comfort zone. Redeem, so it's yeah. it's like a little Easter egg in the world. Nice, okay. nice, nice. Um, speaking of Easter eggs, I gotta I gotta jump into this real quick. We get we'll get back to music in a little bit because I have more questions for you. Doctor Strange coming out. We're both big Marvel heads. It's not a lot of times where I could I have friends who come on that are are as into it as I am, and me and this man go way back have those same interests. How you feeling about this one, bro? I'm hyped for it, man. Yeah. I'm ready. And then, like, with the trailer that they dropped today, like, they named The Illuminati. Dropped. Yes. Right? <laughs> Yo. And so, <laughs> that shit was like, Oh, my God. And it's crazy, because I don't know, I don't know too much about that storyline, because, like, you know, I, I know the very basic shit. From what I remember, you yeah. at least know, I know of my the group, yeah, yeah, the group yeah. you yeah. know, who's in it and stuff like that. So yeah, Marvel so. Studios is going to have their own take on it. But I think the the biggest one that people are looking forward to, which was a big rumor from early on, is that Tom Cruise Iron Man. Yo, you, you, yo. You've been hearing about that, right? I know no, you try man. to like. No, nah, because I try to stay out of. Like rumors and and spoilers and shit like that, just because I like to mm-hmm. go in blind, because it just gives me like a whole new experience, right? A different but, experience. But from if if you were also film heads too, and if you if you remember well, uh, Tom Cruise almost got that part originally, and Robert Downey because he and it yes. makes sense because yeah. he fucking killed it. He got the role, and I th- it's obviously like a nod to them almost casting Tom Cruise. I feel like he would have done good in the nineties. Yes, like like a '90s yes. Iron Man. I I remember seeing like that. Like I don't know if you've seen that meme around of like who would play who in the '90s, and it was like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, like Iron yeah, Man. yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, fucking, yeah. I think it was like uh, Denzel as like mm-hmm. fucking T'Challa or whatever. Which is fire. We spent a lot of time without giving too much too much info. We spent a lot of time in comic book shops together and like looking, uh, catching storylines as they came through the door and stuff. And one of the things that was interesting to me that popped up with the Tom Cruise rumors is I remember when you put me on to a, a storyline called Superior Iron Man when oh. it came out. Oh, yo. And that shit was... I still was, pick that shit up and reread it. Yeah. Yeah. And that shit, like, I remember you telling me, like, yo, you gotta you gotta fucking pick this up and read it. Like, so good. We used to do this shit all the time, exchange, you know, what we, what we were hearing about or reading about. And, like, this... 
comics in general, but mostly Marvel. DC's kind of like been been sticking to it. Image has kind of been what's been running running things consistently. Um, Marvel doesn't put out a lot of good shit, but this one, every time you pick something up and somebody's like, yo, this is fire, you got to check it out. Yeah. I mean, I remember you telling me at the time, like, yo, he's he's tripping out, he's, he's being a dick, he's got his Iron Man suit is made up of uh, symbiote, yep. and he's pushing extremists, yeah. and like, yo, it was crazy. So now people are making these, like, fan pictures of uh, their fan edits of Tom Cruise as Superior Iron Man. So it'd be, it, it would be interesting. I remember us talking about how, like, as we were reading it, we were like, yo, we, I would love to see this Tony on screen. Tracks. We'll see. Um, so, too, because then that book is going to shoot up in price. And you were telling me you didn't fuck, you, not that you didn't fuck with Batman too much, but it's not your, it's not your favorite Batman movie. Which one? Um, the, the Batman, the, the Batman. recent one. It's not my favorite just because I just feel like, yo, Nolan's trilogy was like. Yeah, it's elite. It is very, very elite. It was like so well grounded, but this one mm-hmm. was really good, man. I, when I see people like kind of trashing, I'm like, they are wilding. Man. Yeah, they did what they came to do. It feels like, it feels like Scott Snyder, like New Fifty Two Batman kind of. Yes. Um, yes. The other I, Snyder, he's he's amazing. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like they're going that route. I would like to see a New Fifty Two Batman. Mm-hmm. Even, like, with that Joker appearance at the end, it feels the like... The Joker did feel like a New 52 appearance, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, you're a big Pusha fan like myself, so I got to talk about this album, even yeah. though I don't really talk about... I talk about music when an album is a classic, and it's like, wow, and this is this is one I'm on. How you liking this one? I haven't really sat down and listened to it too many times. Yeah. I think I ran through it twice. Two or three times I ran through it. But it's good. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, does, he, it doesn't get old. And that's the thing with him is like, yo, even if he sticks to the formula. Which is crazy. Like, bro, there's not. And and, and add somebody in there if, if I'm wrong or whatever. And because artists, you're this is why I wanted to talk about it, too. Like, you're the perfect example of like, do not get comfortable as an artist and, and try to try to you know, step away and, and work on, dif- like, step away from what you're used to and work on different things for your own growth. But Push, bro, like, he is the he is the only artist that I can think of that I'm, like, comfortable. And I've been comfortable with it for the last, like, 20 years or whatever he's been doing it for. But he's the only artist that I'm, like, yo, I could really listen to him balance. rap about selling Coke for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's balanced. Because I'm definitely big on, yo, step out your comfort mm-hmm. zone. But I'm also like, yo, if it ain't broke. Exactly, right? <laughs> if it ain't broke. Exactly. And it works, man. And, you know, it don't, it be sounded, yeah, it's the, the formula is ill, but, yo, man, it kind of, yo, it low-key fits into the narrative of, like, coke and crack. Like, yo, I know how to whip this shit, so I'm going to yeah. whip this shit <laughs> yo, the way it's supposed to be whipped, and you're going to come back and buy it every time. He is fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. So, Going back to music really quick, I seen you using you you really like you really like use instruments I in try. your studio. I try. I dabble. You dabble. <laughs> that was very, very modest compared yeah. to like what we've seen on the gram. I try. Yeah. It's the the that obviously takes a lot more time when it comes to the process of of producing on that side of things. Or does uh, it make it, it easier de- in a sense? It, de- it depends, really. It does. It really does depend. I will say that when you use actual instruments, there are so many more takes of like how yep. you lay shit down, your chords mm-hmm. on on the keys or whatever. Um, and even with the drums, like you got to find like the perfect one that works. But at the same time, it does kind of take away the because uh, it gets a little boring sometimes when you're just in front of the computer, like clicking everything in. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you do. And the mm-hmm. beast is fire. Then mm-hmm. yo, you don't have to. You don't have. There's no one way to do everything. But. I know that for me, it kind of, it gets me a little bit more excited, especially because I'm not like classically trained or like never took classes for any of that shit. So it's like, it's always like, yo, let me see if this will sound good if I try to do this mm-hmm. shit. And yo, sometimes it works. And <laughs> and worst case scenario is trial and error. Like, yeah, yeah. If it don't work, then it just, nobody will never know exactly, that it didn't exactly, work. Exactly, so exactly, exactly. That's why it's, it's always fun to try shit. Um, what... One thing I noticed about you, I think, last I checked, and this is very much how you are as a person, is that when, you, um, when you're when you working on something, 
you don't want like you you're laser focused on that. You don't try to like and you're a busy man otherwise, but you don't try you try very hard to keep it balanced and make sure that that's your only focus. So with that said, when when you're producing shit for other people if you ever do whenever you have time to is there like a pet peeve of yours that for, for a producer even as a musician like that people may may ask of you that you don't want to hear or oh as a producer i will say and i think i could speak for everybody everybody who produces is like yo don't hit me up and say you want so-and-so type beat um, it's okay if you use type beats, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, a sound you want to capture. And obviously we get inspired by different people, which is ill. But it's like, don't tell me that you want my beats to sound like another producer's okay. beats. That's like, that's kind of weird. You don't walk into fucking nice lights and, and be like, yo, can you make me something like at Antonio's? Oh, They're yeah, going to be nah, like, no. Nah. <laughs> we make nice lights. Nah, that's a good analogy, actually. You feel me? Like, yeah, nah, I, yeah. I asked that question because I remember that being one of the things that you, you, yo, you be having some of the funniest shit that like, I'm not in that, I'm not in that industry, obviously, and I don't, but I understand it a little bit and a lot of it is funny to me and that's one of the things I saw and I always wondered like why, I could see why, why it would be annoying to like have people constantly come and not have like their own vision, I guess, but when you break it down in that way too, like, yo, I don't want, don't come to me asking yeah. me to create to have my beat sound like so-and-so pop smoke type beat or, or whatever the case or like, may be. Or like, yo, send me, send me something. It's like that, that one. Yo, yeah. That one, that one's tough for me specifically. Cause there's a lot of people who are beat makers and they'll bang out 50 fucking beats. And I commend those guys. Cause that shit, it takes a lot mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying to do that. But for me, it's like, it's so difficult for me because I'm, for me, music has always been like a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of times I would much rather you just come by the stool sit down and like yo we work on this shit together and you've always been that way too yeah mm-hmm. yep that makes sense it, it i feel like a, when you see a lot of guys in the industries the, the in the industry the guys who have made it i think for the most part you see a lot of that where they spend hours and even days you've heard stories from even way back in the day just spending days on days on days in the studio and that's how ma- that's how the magic gets made realistically yeah um yeah man this shit I, I've really, yeah, I've seen you, I've seen you evolve a lot and, but there's certain things like that, that you've kept the same. I remember when I like, that's, that's no cap. Like I remember even being when, when I was a uh, jungle gym, jungle gym. <laughs> which was crazy. I don't know how you love you run around with that. Name. No, bro. I let you run around with a lot of shit. With a lot of you shit. Know what it is, is that you, <laughs> you, yo, sometimes you gotta just let people rock, man, mm-hmm. you know, and people will find their own trajectory yeah when i was running through the <laughs> jungle just through crazy. the jungle i forgot about that though. yeah that was crazy <laughs> that was a crazy thing i'm like yo i'm gonna drop this this name maybe this sounds better and it was jungle like nah i should have just stuck with the other <laughs> jungle gym would have been hard for a wrestler name though yes that's true that's but you know true. what it is a lot of the time the music shit that you did always tied in with like your interest in wrestling mm-hmm. and we always talk about how like that re- the weird relationship that's dope that like hip hop has with wrestling. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it makes sense. Yep. It wasn't like it wasn't like you was wilding like that. Yeah. Did you go did you I just thought of something. Did you go through a, a block during the pandemic? Um cuz I like the shit that I thought about with 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 that question is like when I Transit. I transitioned from. I tr- I try a lot of things in my life. A lot of things that I'm into. I'm into music. I'm into wrestling. I grew up being into comedy a lot, and this is what the, I I feel like I found what what I really love doing. And I remember writing like some of the most fire shit pre pandemic, and that's where I feel like those three things that I just named they tie together because at the end of the day, there's a performing aspect to all of those things. I remember like on a on a fucking like streak before the pandemic and it was it was post breakup and that's another thing music and i guess comedy have in common is Mm -hmm. you go through something like that you're gonna have a lot of material once the pandemic hit it was it was just like a block and i obviously haven't had you on the podcast to talk about how things were during the pandemic yeah it was (laughs) it was definitely a block but it was it was like it varied you know it varies just like everything else but i think with the pandemic it was different because it was almost like 
the world was putting pressure on you to be more productive while you were locked inside. Because was, you were locked yeah, inside, like, yeah. I don't know how y'all broke or y'all doing this or y'all not making the illest shit in your life mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. you're like, nah, like, yo, I'm fucking depressed. I'm inside. My grandma died. Like, yeah. <laughs> I hear you know that. what I'm saying? Like, it's, it was it was tough. It, was, it, and, it varied, for and sure. And it's crazy, yeah, because you, I almost had that battle with myself. Like, we're both up, both of us being creatives and a lot of creatives lo- locally, I know for sure, that listen to the podcast. I feel like it's as simple as even like I had the battle with myself where I, I, I was like, I was telling myself that not even just other niggas in the world. Just I was telling myself like, bro, what are you doing with your time? All you have is time inside. Why aren't you like on fire right now? And it's like, yo, I never stopped and like really told myself like, yo, there's there's some crazy shit going on right now. Yeah. If mentally you're not there and you can't do it, then you can't do it. Hundred percent. Um, did you hear about this Yankee State? We went to Yankee Stadium, me and Nino, and we we we're definitely due for another trip. Did you hear about what happened last week over there? No, niggas in the Bronx got crazy. It was some it was some white people, probably from Queens or whatever. But what they uh, they the Yankees walked it off, so they they won. In the, I think it was like the bottom of the ninth. It was a walk off um, double or something like that, and we were we were winning. And a fan in the in the in the outfield, I think it was short porch over there. I don't know how it started, but this outfield no, this outfield that was running at, running for the ball and took a took a nasty like hit and then and then fall. Group of like white drunk fans in the Bronx just fucking going off on him, telling him like, oh, like basically laughing at him getting hurt. Um, the other outfield, the other outfielder, I feel like being a real nigga. Climbs up the fucking, uh, climbs up the wall and talks shit to the fan. And right after that happened, timing was terrible. While we're winning the game, Yankee fans just started throwing shit on the field at this thing. Oh, man. A big fucking uh, L for New York, I feel like. For the white fans in New York. For the white fans in New York, exactly. But it's like, right away, the internet explodes and it's tough being a Yankee fan right now because right away the, the internet explodes and it's like, Oh, fucking trashy fans in New York. Don't expect don't nothing left. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear the it. The funniest shit that I've seen all week, though, it's which like, you could Especially guess. if it's a Boston fan. Exactly. So that's what I was going to get at. <laughs> that's what I was going to get at, bro. They be having that 1930s racism. Yes. <laughs> like, it's not hidden. <laughs> like, it's not undercover racism of no, 2022. Man. Nah, this is, is, like, out there. Yeah. Like. I had some dude on my Twitter, bro, like this this fucking Sox fan on on a thread, and it was from a Boston sports account, and it was like, oh, don't ex- I can't expect anything uh, less from Yankee fans. Like, bro, you guys are one throwing trash on somebody after you know throwing trash on the field after somebody's getting injured after laughing at them getting injured, dickhead shit, one hundred percent. But are we gonna talk about how there's so many hard ER stories at Fenway? <laughs> like they're not ready for that conversation. They're not ready for that conversation. I think, I think at the end of the day, I think once we start to realize that people suck. Yeah. People just suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um but yeah, nah, they they ain't got no right. Nah, I can't I haven't I've no. seen I've seen some crazy shit happen at some New York sports games. Trey Young got spat on by somebody at MSG. That was terrible. But nah, but <laughs> I, I low key hear them because I we went to the game. Yeah, and we went to the game with Sonny. Yeah, <laughs> Sonny was yeah. fucking wild. He was bugging <laughs> on a Mets fan at that. On a Mets fan, go back to shitty field. Like and the kid's like <laughs> yeah. a he like a right. <laughs> he like a row he in front of us, and like yo, it's a we were watching them play the Blue Jays. Yeah, and like this kid's there minding his business with his Mets cap. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what the yeah. fuck he was doing. I don't there. know what he. Was, yeah, sometimes Sonny you have those random fans. On his kid, yo. <laughs> yo, he was bugging out. I can't believe you remember that. I, I remember, remember that. Let's go back to shitty field. The kid's just sitting bad. there like <laughs> turning, <laughs> turning fucking red as a yeah. tomato. And this guy, I'm like, yo, Sonny. Chill. But it's funny because shit like that can normally happen in New York. It's kind of like the norm. And I know on TV, it's like that sucks. You should never throw trash on a player or on the field towards a player or whatever. No, hundred. But I'm not gonna hear from Boston fans. I'm just nah, not. Nah, I'm nah, not gonna nah, speak nah, on nah. it for too long. But I'm like, yo, there, there was a the. And it's usually recent shit. And the thing that sucks is that it doesn't just happen at Fenway. It's happened in in, in TD, 
Boston Celtics players have come out and set, and said straight up that they've gone through it as players, which is crazy. Yeah. Like they don't fuck with you at home. Like that's that's insane. Um, my boy Nino Francis is on Twitter. You, I feel like Nino, uh, not Nino. Twitter is a very very. We talk about this often too. Twitter is a very wild place, and I feel like it hasn't always been this way. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I feel I like it's feel never like, been this bad, though. I think it's bad in the sense of, like, the way people get upset about things. But I know back in the day, like, I don't know. People used to, <laughs> used, to say, people used to say some crazy shit on there. Oh, and, and yeah, and even, not, like, the thing that never changed is, like, the, you, you're, you can see anything on that fucking app. And I mean anything. I remember, like, one of my first Twitter memories was in high school, and, I think I remember telling you the story, too. We sat in an auditorium all day on some, like, mean girl shit. And I didn't think it was possible. I thought that was something you only saw in movies. And, like, we sat in an auditorium all day because somebody, a video of some, this is a high school in Harlem, a video of some shorty giving top in the staircase got posted on Twitter. And somehow didn't know what the Twitter account, whose Twitter account it was, and the principal was just... Wilding on us for six hours straight in the auditorium. And, like, I feel like that shit that you see on Twitter now, Elon Musk, for whatever reason, just bought Twitter for $44 billion, I think it was. Yeah, man. What, what kind of changes do you think we're going to see with that? I honestly. I, I honestly don't know. But I, I will say, like, and, you know, people are always going to, people are always going to say what they say about uh, billionaires. Yep. But. And I like, you know, it's, 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 they worked hard for their money. It's like, ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You could work hard and then exploit people. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I get it. He worked for it. But at the same time, it's like, yo, $44 billion. You know how many fucking problems in the world you could solve with that shit, bro? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's not how the world works, unfortunately. And I'm he, not really concerned about what's going to happen next. I just wish that he put that money somewhere. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't because I, I don't really know. Like the fact that when I read that, um, my first thought process is like somebody, somebody bought Twitter for forty four billion. I look at Twitter and I'm like, this is a, there's a lot of th- great things that come from the app, especially for creatives. I'm not gonna downplay it. I love uh, social media is a powerful tool to promote and stuff like that. But forty four billion dollars, and e- Elon, like you said, he's probably like the biggest example. And I love, I-, I love Elon personally. Um, I don't know. I don't know him, but I I love the shit that he does, and the I guess the stuff he has his fingers in. But dude's weird, man. Yeah, he he's weird. <laughs> to to just random. That's a prime example right there. To randomly like be like, I'm gonna buy Twitter today for forty four billion, <laughs> like just cause. You have to think about how, and that's the thing. I think that a lot of people take what he does like he's just trolling or he's just doing what he wants. That's like no, bro. Like that is. To own a platform that large, it's like, that's kind of spooky, man. It's kind of like when fucking Disney was acquiring Fox. Fox. It's like when you think about, like, how much control over media one company has, it's a little spooky. You can really redirect and change so many different narratives, and that applies to Twitter, Mm -hmm. especially for me because... I know for me, it's like, I don't usually turn on the TV for news or go to, like, websites for news. Like, I go on Twitter and check trending topics or look up whatever I might have heard about. And then you see people tweeting in real time. Like, Mm -hmm. yo, this is what's happening right now. It's just like, it's not a reliable news source, but But it is very fucking instant, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, Yep. You brought, that's interesting that you brought up the, I was, because I was thinking about it, like, the way Disney bought Fox and to you and me, there could have. I mean, there's other reasons. It's just the I fact, like, it's like fucking you said. lit. Yeah, <laughs> X-Men. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah exactly. Lit. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh shit, yeah. that's a lot. Like of these media niggas, to own. this is yeah. like emp- like empire type stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it, it. There's there's half of it is like this is building your empire, which is crazy, like you said. And then the other half is there's got to be another reason. Like Disney knew that they can make. For example, they can add X-Men and, and uh, Fantastic Four to Marvel movies. What is Elon trying to do with Twitter? That's the thing that's kind of like the world. And I feel like this comes from our Dominican roots where like our, our 
like we hear our mothers and even grandmothers talk and they just have some of the craziest theories on shit and it's most a lot of it is like from like re- religion mm-hmm. i guess but i i always get like weirded out about shit like this man <laughs> like it makes me think a lot <laughs> like yo what the fuck is going to happen well growing up dominican is very anxiety inducing yes <laughs> yes <laughs> So I oh, my God. I mean, wh- I'm sure it was the same thing for you, but, like, Y2K, my mom, I, like, that that fucking whole, like, week or weekend or even the day, whatever it was, like, just just straight candles with the with the saints on the candles, like, all over the house. Like, what are we preparing my for? My parents right were buying mad water. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's wild to me, they bro. They were buying mad water. And I didn't know, but I thought it was it because my brother was like, Y2K, the world's going to end. My brother a little older than me, so he, you know, he like to ruffle my yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my boy BG, man. <laughs> he had me thinking the world was going to end. Like, all the planes were going to fall out the sky at the oh same my. time. Oh, my. Did he believe it, or he was he, he I was know, trolling? Man. I think, yeah, yes. <laughs> I think half yes, half no. I yeah. think half of it was like, yo, this might be I'm crazy, but the other half was like, oh. I'm going to fuck with this nigga. Yeah. It was probably like a big, like, I, I would have the same moments as big as a big brother, too. Like, yo, you know what? If I'm scared, I'm going to scare the fuck out of this nigga. I don't feel that. Oh my god! Um, brought up Disney, and our boy Johnny Depp, uh, pretty much said he Disney made a decision. Um, before tr- this trial that he's going through was even over, and my boy Johnny pretty much said, "Yo, listen, it's not gonna be like another James Gunn situation for you guys. I'm not gonna go back for for Pirates of the Caribbean. The shit that I." If I'm not mistaken, I usually have a good memory when it comes to, like, my fucking best friends and shit. Um, <laughs> I had to throw that out there. I'm like your Paul Heyman, so I know you're not okay. surprised. Um, you're, Johnny Depp, you're a big Johnny Depp fan. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with Johnny Depp, especially after he was in Blow. Blow was my Blow shit. is crazy, yeah. I, it's funny because I always think of, like, pirates and... Some of his more wacky roles, but I always forget he has that like one crazy Sleepy Hollow too. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. I think that was my first time really seeing him was in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. And I love that movie. Yeah. It's like the only like Halloween movie I fuck with. It's kinda heartbreaking to see what he's going through right now. It sucks, man. Um, we've definitely always known that Johnny was like a he he he's he's a fucking wine wine drunk uh off the blow, all I feel like all the niggas in Hollywood from that era are off are, are off that shit. But the stuff that the stuff that sucks about the situation with Amber Heard is like, at first it was automatic, and I this I feel like I always talk about this. We all have to be very very careful with um, hearing like just just hearing things right away and then quick to like be like, all right, you know this person's done. Like we're gonna ride with the other person. Whatever the situation may be, now we're we're seeing with this court situation, we're seeing like audio come up that that's showing Amber Heard to be the one who's act, who was actually the one to. I don't know if you've been following it a lot. Uh, um, I, I've been seeing here and there, but I'm also been trying to be a little bit like more mindful of what I consume mm-hmm. in terms of like I don't know information and and content and shit like that, just because like. In my personal opinion, like even when you like we were just talking about Twitter, not even to throw the whole conversation off, but we were talking about Twitter and I just think about like, yo, we be on Twitter all day and it's like, yo, I don't think that our minds were built to consume that many thoughts at mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And no, that's true. Sometimes so, like, definitely just to be going through that and then like you see so many different thoughts on that situation that mm-hmm. I'm just like it's just a little overwhelming. So I kinda get I get an I have an idea of what's going on. I do yeah. see like what things are coming to light. Um, yeah. Which is crazy. But. The thing that the thing that sucks that where it hits me home is like obviously co- uh, any type of court situation is is just a mess. It's terrible. It's 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 a mess for both parties no no matter what. Even if one person's more in the wrong or or they're getting exposed by the judge and the jury and all that. It's it's still a mess for both people involved. Both people are going to lose sleep. Both people are going to fucking lose I feel like I lost fucking hair. Um with the with the Amber Heard situation, with the Amber Heard Johnny Depp situation, it's like 
now things are coming out and and the the nasty the, the audio that that I got stuck on that that hit me was like there was audio that came out where she was pretty much like who you know he he had a situation they had a nasty fight where basically he lost his finger somehow she chucked the bottle at him and she said something to him i don't know how it was recorded but it was something along the lines of you know you you go out and say me Johnny Depp See if they'll believe you. I'm a victim of domestic abuse. See if they believe you. See who's going to stand with you and believe you. And that, that to me sucks because it's like, it's obviously 100%. It's not a question that women go through domestic abuse way more than men. And it's sad, but it's one of those things where it's like, don't sleep. And, and that sucks that now, you know, he, this whole thing started because he got accused of that. And now you're seeing basically their whole relationship blow up and a lot of things are coming to light. And it just sucks for both parties. Um, for me, it, it's, it's tough because it's like it hits home because accusations are made. Mm-hmm. And and then the real story comes to light. And those accusations that are made, they, they stick and they hurt. And they, they hurt not, not just somebody's feelings, but even on a grander scale with Johnny Depp, it's like it hurts their career because now now dude is, you know, he's doing well again. He's you see him his, in his uh, in his Dior uh, cologne commercials, but the dude's a fucking actor and I'm sure he'll be back to the big screen soon. Um, but <laughs> it's always uh, it's tricky with shit like that because. Yeah. I mean. It's like. Yeah, he 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 took an L for a little bit, mm-hmm. but he might he'll probably be fine. Yeah, you know he'll saying? probably be career fine. wise. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. about you know, you know, mentally. That's mm-hmm. a whole nother that's battle, a whole nother, another yeah, conversation. Yeah, 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 but yep. it'll be fine career wise. And mm-hmm. if not, it's like it's not like he'll be dead fucking broke. Like oh no, nah, he's gonna he be, has he's the well privilege off. of he's having well that off. money. Yes, and then you start yes, to think yes. about like a lot of other people in the industry who were not ruined and they did actually do something. It's always tricky for me, these That's conversations, because yeah, yeah. it's always tricky for me because it's like, I get it when people are like, yo, that's why you can't just believe everything that people say. And it's like, that is also true. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, man, you look at the history of the world and the way the world works and the dynamic between men and women it's very difficult for it's me. It's like I said earlier, very yes. Very difficult for me to be like, nah, there's no way that guy did that. It's like it's the sweet, it's too the many whole, guys do that for me to be like, no, there's no way that guy did that. It's the C, it's the whole C3PO thing where like, yeah, unfortunately, we got to look at the odds here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's and it's like, like, you know, but then that's why you have situations like these where fortunately enough, mm-hmm. apparently, um, it looks like it wasn't what people were saying about him and, you know, who knows, man? The thing is that if you're not there, nobody, nobody knows. Know. Nobody knows. But nobody let's just let's know. just definitely assume it's not. I don't think it's men are men are usually the ones that are that are batting fucking one thousand when it comes to domestic abuse. But I think in general, anyone if you pick the wrong person and and it, and if you let certain things be a certain way for a good amount of time, toxic people will will just ruin your fucking life, bro. 100%. And that shit happens on both ends. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the way I look at it, it's like the dynamic that we have right now in which men are easily accused, whether it's true or not, mm-hmm. based off of a dynamic that men created. Yep. This is we a, can't even be mad. <laughs> this is something that we, you know what I'm saying? This yeah. is something that we, as men, and it's like, that's why when people are like, yo, men are trash, it's like, yo, I know I'm not trash. I'm going to agree with you, though. Men are inherently bad people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's history goes to show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's one of those things where it's, a, it's not as black and white as people try mm-hmm. to make it seem, but it's also not as gray as people try to make it seem. Mm-hmm. Very slippery. Yo, the shit that I was dying at, bro, and it's one of those stupid, silly things that you you know you you support me and shit, so you see a lot of my videos is really just me laughing at like just some of the dumbest shit, and like, why was the nigga text the the first thing I can't call him by his actor name I, in my in my mind it's like he's texting Vision, so he's texting Paul Bettany. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw that. Nah, I didn't see, but I know <laughs> Paul Bettany. 
He was texting Paul Bettany pretty much like they, I don't know how they found the text, but it was screenshots of him texting Paul Bettany, basically like joking with Paul Bettany and saying pretty much which shit like, oh, I'm going to burn Amber. And like him and Paul Bet and Paul Bettany kind of like egging him on and be like, yeah, let's burn the bitch and whatever. <laughs> it's like, yo, my nigga vision, bro. Like <laughs> in that, in that, in that case, in, in such a like evil, like series of texts, he's, he's homeboy from uh solo yeah. with the, with the crimson, uh, I forget, you know who yeah, I'm yeah. talking about, Yeah. but yo, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yo, Hollywood is fucking crazy, man. It's like, like that's a weird place, man. Would, that's weird. Would you like? Would you? Do you ever think about? I'm sure you do because you're fucking talented as shit, and I and I've always felt like your time, you're like right there. Do you ever like sit down and think like, yo, would I really fuck with it? With acting, no, or just, just 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 being not even acting, just like. Being famous? Being famous. <laughs> would I actually, uh, like, I, I've I've sat there and thought about, it, like, would I actually fuck, would I actually fuck with that? Like, I don't know. That's the part that's scary. Because you don't know what it's like until you're there, right? Yeah. And so, but I do know that, like, the little bits and pieces, it's like, um, it's, it's a strange feeling when people that you don't know come up to you and interact with you as if they, like, know you. It's like that's happened to me before where people are like, yo, you're da, da, da. and I'm like, hey, yo, this is cool. But at the same time, like growing up, how I grew up, like you kind of want to be able to know who's pulling up on you at all times. I feel like artists, even uh, artists and artists and uh, and actors, they all go through it where like it's that weird. Like I wouldn't even be able to go through like stepping out of my crib. And like having a bunch of people just fucking rush up to you and be yeah. like, "Yo, like remember that? Remember that video of Kanye? Like I think he's like taking out the trash or some shit. As it's like four in the morning, yeah. And like the the paparazzi's outside, and he starts bugging on the paparazzi, and people are just like." Why is he snap? Why is even the paparazzi like? Why I are you like this? I'm like, yo, y'all at his crib. At I do like not four fu- in the fucking. Morning. I fucking yeah. I hate. There's what been so mean? many Kanye situations. And we've always said this too. Whenever we're in group chats and stuff like that, like I've like, never yo, understood if, the. If you don't want it, you shouldn't have been famous. Yeah. It's like, bro, I'm, that <laughs> that should not be a package deal. Like nah. that shit's crazy to me. That's why, like, oh. I I don't know, man. I always think about it. I would be okay with even being a fucking D-list celebrity, man. Just like, yo, <laughs> like I hate to say it, bro, but like if me and you made it right now with what we're doing, you'd have it worse. I feel like comedians are more like. It'd be, it'd be pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> and that's fucking crazy. It's usually, yeah, like, actors and musicians, they just, like, they're not left alone ever at all. Nah, man. It's crazy. Like, I would, I would, I, I don't know. I think about it often, and, I, like, not often, but I've thought about it, and I'm like, yo, I wouldn't even fuck with it. Like, I don't even, I don't even know if, like, I would want that. Yeah. And, and I've, it's funny you mentioned the Kanye thing, because I've always thought about, Con, like, whenever a Kanye paparazzi situation happens which in history there's been a lot people always have that thought like why is he why is he acting crazy like, like bro. when he broke homie's camera i was like yeah i was clapping i Hell was like yo this is yeah. amazing this shit needs to happen more often actually Hell yeah <laughs> yo Hell yeah. oh my god hopefully you never fucking have to go through shit like that run into people at airports and i think it'd be pretty lit to break somebody's camera i'm not gonna hold I, i've always wanted to do that yeah Fuck away from me. I got the money, nigga. <laughs> I'll fucking pay it. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Oh my God, man. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully not. But if you run into somebody at an airport, fucking break this shit. Yeah. And you gotta say that after. Some some like mob movie type shit. I got the fucking money, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of airports, I would I, I I'm a very observant person, as are a lot of people. You've been going to DR a lot. And you mentioned to me a little bit about your next project. I'm not going to say too much because I don't know if it's like a spoiler per se, but without, without like giving it away, if you want to, you can do you do the, do both things correlate in terms of where you're getting your inspiration from? A hundred percent. They, they definitely correlate and kind of like you, like even like the way we started the whole conversation of like, yo, me wanting to, go somewhere I've never been musically is always my goal. 
Mm-hmm. It's like that's where I'm at with it next. I don't want to go. I don't want to go too crazy in the details, but I just know that with this next body of work, I think people are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> like it's just one of those things where it's like, "Yo, I it's I kind of want to reach a point where people will be able to look back on all the things I did and be like, "Yo, this motherfucker did everything." Yeah. And um, is it something that you are you finding? Because when you started touch, when you started dipping your toes in the alternative stuff, you went from dipping your toes to taking like a full dive, and and you almost like seemed like you were you were like more than okay with ri- like riding that wave. Like, is this is this another like, um, I guess another like era of Nino where you feel like you're gonna this is what you're stepping into right now. You're gonna stick with it for a little bit. Like, are you fucking with it? Are you having a lot of fun with it? I think I'm having a blast. With what I'm doing next, um, and that's always the goal is for me to have fun. If it's not mm-hmm. fun, I don't want to do it. Um, so I'm I'm definitely having fun with it. I'm locked in. I'm in a groove that I've that I haven't felt like I've been in since working on Sedona, mm-hmm. which is fire. Um, and then like I don't know, man. I I can't say like yo, this is what I'm gonna stick with. You know, I just I'm just doing whatever feels right, and it's worked up to this point. And it's never because I get bored of anything. It's just because I get inspired and want to do something different, you know. Um, but that's where I'm at with it. I'm excited. I'm hyped. I think it's going to catch people off guard. Um, but I'm excited for it, for sure. Album or another EP? Like, how's, how, what are you, what are you thinking It's right difficult. Now? I don't know what to be naming this shit no more. Yeah. This is like, yo, because sometimes, like, You'll get an album from people and it'll be 15 songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you'll and get... And a lot of people have... The thing that's tricky is that people have, like, their own opinions on, like, what to call shit anyway, too. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what to call it no more, you know? I thought it was an EP because it was really short. Mm-hmm. You know? So, don't know. I still don't know if it was an album. I don't know. Um, and it's kind of crazy because I'm in the position where none of these will be called albums until, like, I reach a certain level. And then I drop it, and they're like, debut album. Yeah. Even though I've dropped fucking, I, I counted it. I've been dropping projects since 2010. That is crazy. And Shit, maybe even 09. I don't know. But it's like, I've been dropping projects for so long that it's like, yo, like, I don't know what to call them no more. Like, at this point, I'd just be calling them soundtracks. Like, that's. I like that, actually. Yeah, like, it's a soundtrack. It's just. It does sound like a soundtrack, too, when you listen to, when the last couple, the last couple projects, yeah. I like, I like to think of it as like when I go into making these projects, I'm trying to score a movie. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I want it to feel like a film, you know? Word, word. Uh, just random, 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 qu- random question while we're, while we're on that. Who's your favorite when it comes to scores with, with movies? <sighs> I feel like everybody goes for like a Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Right? For movies. Mm-hmm. Which is fire, but I do think that, and this is not even movies. This is TV. I think that one person that does not get the credit that they deserve is Jim Lang, and Jim Lang is the guy who did uh, all of the soundtrack for Hey Arnold. Okay, and I think that he is the illest of all time. Um, so if you if you look up Jim Jim Lang and you hear any song from Hey Arnold, yes, okay, they all fucking slap. Okay, yeah, okay. So I think that guy provides all the vibes. You uh, you ever sampled anything from f- Jim Lang? <laughs> Old yeah 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 yeah. Okay, I think I remember that. Yeah, the groove the groove way back. All right, all right. Back when I was rapping. Do you sample anything anymore? Uh, it's tricky now because the thing is that, especially now, I feel that like I haven't heard it, but you, you've been very like. It's it's difficult now the way the game works, right? Now that this we're not uploading to that piff, you know, it's not just SoundCloud. Now you guys are everything is monetized. Everything is monetized. We're going on digital streaming platforms like Spotify, and Apple. It gets very tricky to use samples. A lot of people get away with it because mm-hmm. the, the the song hasn't blown up, but when that song blows. Oh, there's a, there's that a, record. Somebody coming for that. There's check. a suit. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be in that position until I'm able to 
you know, for Lacanye, he said, okay, fine, I'll give you 80% of the record. I just want the record to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of right now, it's like, no, nah, I think. And I think, I also think that now there's so many different tools and, and ways to create a feeling or, or um, kind of recreate an era of music that you want to sample from. So it's like, there's no, not that there's no point in sampling because I'm always love sampling. Of course, yeah, and you. It's like, it's just easier. You've had, like, not to go way, way, way back, but you've had a lot of solid fucking samples. I don't need, if you know, you know. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. But the the joy of, like, seeing you evolve, your, whether it's being your friend or even just a supporter or whatever, um, is one of the one of the biggest things is the fact that you you have not been sampling. You've been doing your own thing it's be, and, and, and doing shit like fucking having instruments in the stool and and it's like it's like I don't know if live recorded is is a proper term I don't know what the proper term for it is but that's that's just amazing in itself like, I would say yeah it's live recorded and did it there yeah live and, and and but then also it's like I think one of the biggest things about being a producer or like an artist is just accepting that you can't do everything yourself mm-hmm. and that's when you start bringing in like yo my homie who plays a guitar or who plays the bass, or who plays the drums, or who plays the keys. Just start bringing people in and utilizing your friends to help you create this music. And then it's just, like, you never know if a record blows up, and then you and your friends all get paid. If you're solid. You gotta yeah. be solid. Yeah. But, you know, I, I feel like it, music is the best when it's a collaborative effort. Yeah, 100%. I've noticed that, too. Like, you've, you've, you've done more and more of it as, as you've growing older with your craft and everything like that. So um, do you have, not to put you on the spot, on the spot, but do you have like a mental, I guess, deadline on your, on your next body of work? We shooting for the summer. For the summer. Yeah. Cause I want, I don't know, something about a Providence summer is always important to me because we have some of the best summers. Yes. Um, and so I always like, I try to get a record in for the summer, yeah. at least, so that, you know, whenever I'm out and about, if somebody happens to play my record, it feels great, because that's what makes a perfect summer for me. I think everybody could agree with me when I say that the, we, you think that the hoodie, sweater weather, you know, is, is like what your soul needs, and then around the corner comes the summertime, and like... There's another hitter playing at a, at a brunch somewhere, or a couple a couple brunches the whole summer actually. So, I try. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I try. I appreciate you blessing us, bro. I appreciate you coming on. I feel like this is a long time coming. Yeah, man. Thank you um, for having me. Of course, bro. I felt like it was only five minutes. We would go on for hours. Yeah, if we wanted to. Oh yeah. But thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, tell the if people don't follow you already, which I'm sure they do, where where do where do they find you? At Nino Francis MP3. On everything. On everything. So my boy's official with it. Bro, thank you again. I appreciate you. This is not gang activity. This is just a family <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, bro. That's my boy Nino. Um, This is Take As Needed. I'll holla at you guys next week. Yes, sir. Ski. It's the outro. Send them out here. Now we out this bitch. Send them out here. Now we out this bitch. Send them out here. Now we out this bitch. Send them out. It's Jimmy's Diner. It's Jimmy's Diner.